On tonight's episode of Locked on Lightning, we're picking up in the middle of the second period against the Washington Capitals. We talk more line combos and more, but first, as always, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. And if you're listening to this episode tonight, whether you normally come to us by audio form or YouTube, for those especially with YouTube, we are not putting out an episode on YouTube until tomorrow night. I am currently on the road and have forgotten my camera, so no camera until tomorrow night so we're strictly old school audio style podcasting for now and on this episode of locked on lightning we are stopping or i guess taking a pause in the middle of the lightning capitals game that is currently taking place we are under seven minutes to go in the second period and so far, so good for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they are up 2-0. Goals coming from Alex Kalorn and Steven Stamkos. The Kalorn goal comes off a power play for the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, so far, so good. As I have said, the Lightning are 1-for-2 on their power plays opportunity on the night. 56% from the face-off circle so far. And... I I think that if you listen to our last episode, and if you didn't, please go ahead and listen, because it does tie in what I'm about to say, that I think with Stamkos, and and if you don't want to go back and listen, that's fine. You're your own person. (laughs) But what I said in the last episode, just to recap real quick, is that I thought it was time, regardless, win or loss, especially the last two games, the Lightning have started to pick things up. I still think things could change. I still think that there could always be time. There there is still time. I mean, there's always time, time to improve. And the best way to do that, I firmly believe, is through line changes. And I think that the answer to the Lightning's recent struggles have been through line changes or will be eventually through line changes. The Lightning still now, whether the Lightning do hold on tonight against the Washington Capitals, if you feel like they're back, that is completely up to you. I'm not that convinced. I mean, the Capitals, as of now, as I believe, are still out of it. But at the end of the day, I still think that this team needs to improve. You know, losing 2-1 to the Boston Bruins given on the road in Boston, which is a very tough place to win, especially this year. And then shutting out the Carolina Hurricanes, the second best team in terms of points this year. Yeah, that shows improvement, but it doesn't show me that still the Lightning are playoff ready. It only shows me that the Lightning can play well in two consecutive games. Now you kind of get a little bit of a slight drop off in the Washington Capitals. So the Lightning 
are not back. We're not at that point where we could say confidently that nothing needs to be tweaked. You know, the Lightning have had those moments throughout this year, or at least John Cooper has tried to hold on to those moments, the winning formula, what we saw a little bit of a splash in in, in January. But the two goals tonight from the Tampa Bay Lightning really kind of reinforced my, my, I guess, my dream lines from the other night. So just to recap, I said I, I, I really thought that Cooper should move Steven Stamkos from the first line down to the third line. Hagel up to the first, and then Sorelli up to the second. So then Sorelli's on the center position. You move Paul out to the wing, and then you got Colton on the other wing. And then you got Kalorn on the third, which, you know, I'm a little conflicted about that just because I, I think that we 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 still are a little bit, at least I am. I'm curious how you all feel. But I'm I'm nervous still with Alex Kalorn. I, I think I'm still suffering from a little bit PTSD from the last playoffs where if, if you don't remember last postseason, he completely just fell off the face of the earth. Uh, the Lightning, I think at one point, were putting up uh, missing photos of him around the city of Tampa as well as St. Petersburg. And he was just nowhere to be found throughout that playoff run. Miraculously, the Lightning still were able to go all the way to the Stanley Cup final. But I, I think coming back this year with 23 goals and 33 assists, 56 points on the season, I think we could all agree, you know, especially me, as much as I, I, I'm afraid that he is going to rescind back into that, that playoff status of, uh, of just nowhere to be found, I, I, I think it's a good bounce back year for Alex Korn. And I, and I think that, as much as I really want to keep on to hope that Ross Colton will wake up and, and show us pretty much that, that, that knack for scoring that he had last year, I don't think it's going to happen. And, and I really don't think that it's going to come anytime soon if it does, which I, I would love to see Alex Kloran play on that second line on the winger position. Now that is a floating winger position. Because we all know that Kalorn is probably going to play down the middle. He's going to be a soft center, if you want to call it that, because he's not going to take faceoffs like Sorelli. And as we all know, Sorelli, you know, you let him loose, and he's one of the best players on this team. And I think in the playoffs, he definitely will, and he will be the key for the Lightning to make a long run of it uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But Alex Kalorn really just introduces and just reinforces a tricky decision because at the end of the day it's not up to us it's up to john cooper whether or not alex kalorn putting him up at the second line is either an advantage or disadvantage for this team because i said with with the the warning of moving things around putting hagel up front stam coast down in the third that you you kind of spread yourself thin a little there I mean, you're absolutely loading up those first two lines. But at the same time, we all know if you put those guys together on the first and second, you're going to get production regardless. I mean, it doesn't matter if, if 
you keep the lines the same or you you move things around in the way I I would like them to be you st- you still are leaving yourself vulnerable to having really little to no productivity in ter- on the offset offensive side of the puck on those third and fourth lines now someone brought up the point this morning I upload we uploaded the video this morning of last night's video of last night's episode excuse me and they made a good comment. I didn't mention Mike Yesamont in that conversation real quick because, listen, at the end of the day, you know, I'm fine with Stamkos on the third line because as much as he has struggled this year, the guy still has 31 goals, okay, and and, and 70, 77 points. And, you know, those are good numbers, but those aren't first-line numbers. And you might say, well, look at Brandon Hagel. He he's not really that he he in terms of numbers, yeah, he's having a very good year, but at the end of the day, I'm Brandon Hagel, I think, is way more dynamic on the ice than Steven Stamkos is right now. I think we could agree with that. But putting a pin in that for later, Mike Yesamon, I think as as much as I really enjoy the way he plays, and I think thought that was a very good trade and as of right now I think the Mikey Esamont trade is a better trade than the Tanner Janot trade I I, I don't see Cooper because it, it's hard for for Esamont is that he's he's a good player we all know he is he has shown in the limited ice time that he has had with this team since being traded from San Jose that the guy could play he could do a lot of little little bit of everything pretty much you know, the way he has played in the limited ice time is kind of what you want to see out of Tanner Janot on a shift-to-shift basis, which we are still awaiting that from Mr. Janot. But my thing with Esamont is that I don't see with Cooper because it, the whole thing we all the, the thing we know about John Cooper, we know two things with him is a that he is going to stick with the lines in terms of starting and and really hold true those lines for as long as possible before he is almost shamed into changing them secondly i mean i guess one one b in that statement would actually be he's not he's not afraid of changing things up at the same time we move on to point 2 that I would have a hard time believing until it actually happens that John Cooper is going to sit Pierre Edouard Belmar for Mikey Esamont. Now I responded back to that, that listener on our YouTube page. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel and, and, you know, interact on the conversation because you know this is really going to be an ongoing topic really for the rest of the time that the lightning play for this for for the 2022-23 season i i think that this is going to be a situation where it really depends on matchup i don't know what how much ice time that is going to warrant out of esamont you know in terms of matchup but if I had to make it a comparison in terms of playing time, I would have to say it probably would be something similar 
to what we saw from Luke Shen with his time here in Tampa, where he was kind of a flex forward slash, I would say, very lightly defenseman, whatever you wanted to call whatever position he was playing. He was playing a little bit of both. But tonight's game, if it's proven anything, it's proven that Alex Kalorn is playing at the peak of his powers right now. And he does very good things for this team when he is down low in front of the goaltender. Stamkos, we've seen over the last couple of games, he's not getting those goals. He's getting the opportunities, but he's not scoring from his his regular spot. And I think that that that's somewhat telling. Not so much that he's in decline, but it's just telling of the kind of season that he's had. And his plus minus is in in the negatives right now, which is definitely not a good thing. So it's it's not like you could hang your hat on the fact that well, Stamkos is scoring, but at least you know teams aren't scoring while he's on the ice. I mean, it's not a drastic, I believe, last time I checked, his plus minus was minus four, so it's not bad. But that's not what you really want out of your first-line guy. So a lot for John Cooper to think about. The likelihood of making these changes to something similar to what I said, I would have to say less than 20% less than 20%. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, he he is very faithful to the lines that he puts out. And what I'm talking about is more so of a drastic uh, change from those standard lines. So we'll keep an eye on that. Who knows? Maybe maybe in the coming days coming games that we will we will see some sort of change here and there maybe especially these these upcoming matchups against the teams in New York maybe we'll awaken some sort of epiphany in John Cooper where he will say damn i have to change things up because make no mistake about it people the rangers are playing very good right now the islanders are a very scrappy team and if the if the lightning come out of the gates in any of those games playing like they normally do in the opening minutes of a game, they will get outclassed a hundred percent. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that as things might develop or may not develop. We'll talk about that. And, you know, we'll talk about the schedule coming up. Uh, You know, the lightning right now, as it stands still in the intermission going into the third up now 2-1, the goal coming from Craig Smith uh, at 16-10. So hopefully the Lightning could keep and and keep on to the you know hang on to the on to the the lead for this game and 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 pick up uh, their second straight win. So we'll talk about the schedule coming up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our friends at Built Bar now. It's that time of year, summer's right around the corner, and you want to look good, whether it be by eating right or by working out. Now, me, I'm trying to eat right because it doesn't matter what I do in the gym or don't do in the gym. If you don't eat right, you're not going to look the way you want. And the way you can eat right is with our friends at Built Bar. Now, 
What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. And we've been saying for years that you could order your Built Bars at Built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So head on over to Built.com or go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to get your four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs, or you could grab a 13 box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You could thank me later. So looking forward now, we looking towards the future is something we do very often here on Locked on Lightning and Really, we have to. I mean, the, the the regular season is all but done. Let's tie a bow on it. I mean, this game is practically over. Now, the outcome of that is still yet to be determined because the Lightning are up by one goal heading into the third period. But and, and, and the Capitals are a very good team, and it doesn't get any easier for the Tampa Bay Lightning after coming off two straight games facing the top two teams in terms of points in the NHL. They got the New York Islanders at home on Saturday. And then they take a couple of days off and they go up to New York. I will actually be at the Wednesday game uh, at the Garden against the Rangers. That's a 7.30 start. So look for me in the crowd. But if you're around, if you're up in the tri-state area and you're at the game, drop me a line at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. If you want to meet up for a drink during the game, let me know. Always love uh, running into all the listeners uh, from Locked On Lightning. And then after that game, the Lightning don't get any sleep. They don't get any rest because they go right back at it on Long Island against the New York Islanders. And like I said, two very tough teams. The Rangers are playing very well as of late. They're a team. I've, I've watched a couple of games in, in preparation uh, for this upcoming game because this will be a very – very tough game uh, matchup, a rematch actually of the previous Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I would expect Vasilevsky to play that night against Shesterkin. I would the, the the Islanders game is tough because I don't, you know, at this point in time, if you're John Cooper, what do you do? Do you play Vasilevsky back to back and then sit him in Ottawa, and then essentially he has four days off, four and a half days off before he's back home against Toronto. If I was John Cooper, I would. I mean, why not? You got to down the stretch going in, you know, just a week, a week or two away from game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You got to play your goaltender against the top teams. You can't go against scrubs. I mean, to be honest, all these remaining teams are nothing short of scrubs. New York Islanders still fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, they're in it, I believe, right now at the point. The Rangers already clinched. Uh, Ottawa, in case you missed it, just absolutely manhandled the Lightning in their last matchup. And then the Lightning end the season against two Atlantic division rivals in the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Detroit Red Wings. So by no means any easy matchups. I mean, in hockey, there's no such thing as an easy matchup, maybe unless you're in Arizona in which their last matchup, the lightning, I believe off the top of my head, they lost that game, which is still infuriates me. But I, I, I think that for the lightning, it, it's going to be very important as I always say. And as we all know by now, the key word for them to play in the next couple of days 
uh, next couple of games, weeks, uh, the key word to live by is discipline. And as we know, when the Lightning aren't disciplined, things pretty much fall apart. And you're going to see prime examples of what can happen when you don't play discipline in these next couple of weeks. Because all the teams that I have mentioned, that I have just spoken about, except for the Red Wings and the Senators, are going to be in the playoffs. I'm fully confident that the, the Islanders will be in the playoffs. And... You know, as to whether or not the Lightning will play any of these other teams besides Toronto is entirely up to them, as well as those teams. But at the same time, you know, this is a good warm-up. I look at these next, at least these remaining games as playoff games, because that's what you'll get. Because as much as I have said on this show over the last couple of weeks, pretty much the month, that how imperative it was for Tampa to get into that playoff mood, to get into that kind of that way of life of going to the arena, playing every shift as if it could mean your future between going home and, 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 and moving on to the next game. The lightning have not done that. And really these teams are living by that mantra too. They're living by, all right, we got to get ready. I'm I'm 100% sure the Islanders are saying we got to win every single game. And I guarantee you Saturday's game against Tampa Bay Lightning will be 100% a must-win game for the New York Islanders. That Wednesday game against the Rangers, they've already clinched, but they're still looking at this as a must-win game. They're looking at this as a warm-up. You know why? Because they got the Devils in the first round. And they're playing the Devils tonight, actually, but... I'm sure they're looking at that even if they lose tonight and they play Tampa next week, they're saying, well, you know what? We beat Tampa if they win that game. We beat Tampa and they beat the Devils two in a row. So I guess by default, we have a very good chance of winning that 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 series. And really, at the end of the day, you know, the added cherry on top to all of this is that with every win, hopefully. Hopefully, Tampa is building some sort of confidence, not only in themselves, but in the game that they are playing. Because if you remember, about a week or two ago, I believe it was actually after the Ottawa Senators game, John Cooper said that, or or maybe it was actually, it wasn't even actually John Cooper, I believe it was uh, someone part of the Bally Sports, I don't remember who exactly, I don't know if it was uh, the Chief or... Or, or one of the guys on the broadcast, whether it be Randorf or Ingblom, somebody mentioned that one of the issues for this team, and they were 100% right, was the style of play. And, I mean, th- this is nothing new, though, because the Lightning do things that clearly don't work half the time, and they don't evolve. And that, as we all know, 90% of the playoffs is evolving, changing, going with the flow. And the Lightning don't do that. They don't build momentum. They don't go with the flow. They are just stagnant. And they're going to need to do that in every single game coming up, especially against Ottawa and Detroit, as silly as that sounds. I I firmly believe those two teams, out of all these other teams that will be playoff teams, Detroit and Ottawa will be, I think, the toughest games because they're going to come out and, listen, they're going to say, listen, this is, up until this point in the season, this is the biggest game that we will have. Because they ain't playing playoff games. They're leaving it all on the line. They're going out there. They're going to try and hit 
every Lightning player, not only into the boards, but through the boards. They're going to take every shot as if, you know, that's their last of the season because pretty much it is. They ain't playing the playoffs. After that, you know what they're doing while the Lightning are trying to go back to the finals? They're going to be playing golf. So, and, and the one thing that they can hang their hat on is the fact that, you know, well, we got one in on our division rivals before the season was over. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, and maybe if, if anyone's listening to this who are Red Wings or Senators fans, I'm not knocking on you guys, not at all. I, I'm, I'm actually saying, if, if, if you got my drift, I'm saying basically that it is very imperative. If, if the Lightning were to lose maybe half of these games or, or a third, I would very much like to see in terms of winning, I would very much prefer that the Lightning win those games against Ottawa and Detroit. And maybe at least two out of four from New York, the New York teams, and Toronto. So it, it's a very important stretch. Every stretch for the Lightning over the last couple of weeks has been very important. But it it, it just keeps getting more and more dire that the Lightning play well and play consistent. Like I stated on the top of the show and, 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 and bef- yesterday, what the Lightning, you know, beating... Washington, that you're basically trying to shut down Alexander Ovechkin. If you do that, your chances of of, of winning are going up exponentially. So it, it's basically you against Alex Ovechkin at that point. So you know if they could do that, which they so far have done a good job of, I I would venture to say that they are in pretty good shape. So hopefully the Lightning can pick up this win and tonight and, and turn one win from a bad losing streak into a winning streak and then go on and win some games. You know, I, ideally, I would love to see the Lightning win every game, but I, I mean, I'm not holding my breath. I, I think a lot of things go into favor. I think this team needs to go out and execute. And I also think Cooper needs to evolve. And thus far this season, we have not seen that. So let me know what you think on our social media pages at LO score lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Let me know in my DMs, D-E-N-K-Y-D-E-N-K on Twitter. Danky dank. Um, are are the lightning ready? I mean, do are we counting? Like, let's off the assumption that they win tonight's game. Are they ready for a playoff run? I'm not yet convinced. Talk to me after the New York game. So before we wrap things up, I just want to end things with our last sponsor, and that is our friends at FanDuel. Now, you haven't already done so or don't even know. March Madness is going on. Uh, we're, in the, we're in the final four now, and the tournament is just heating up, and there's no better place to get on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers no sweat first bet up to $1,000. as up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, so you could wager on everything from money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. So don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to the FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. So wrapping things up for today's show, Lightning are about to drop the puck in the third period. Most likely you'll be listening to this long after the game has ended, but Lightning needs to pile on. They need to pile on. They they have yet to prove to me this entire season that as the game goes on, they are getting better. 
really all I have seen this entire year, and, and maybe I'm being a little harsh. I mean, and, and, and I say that all without taking with, with taking the month of January out. At the end of the day, the Lightning need to start playing 60-minute games. Thus far, throughout this entire game, I've seen some good, and I've seen some wasted chances. And the Lightning really need to do a better job of going out there and asserting their dominance. Most nights, whether it be against top teams or or teams that are not good, they they come out almost meek in the opening moments. And that ain't going to fly in the playoffs. And and really this team, what they need to do is they, they need to come out and, and play with a little oomph in their step and, and pull up their socks and get to work early on. They can't just sit there and and wait for something bad to go to say, okay, we gotta we gotta step things up. They can't wait for, and I'm not saying this saying, you know, with, with any knowledge that anything happened. I'm just saying this with the assumption and and wishful thinking that it was happened, that they can't come out, you know, after hypothetically after the second period, after the first period, after Cooper has screamed at the top of his lungs and flipped over a table. And say, all right, we got to start playing. We got to start skating. No, it has to start from the initial puck drop. You got to get ready to 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 th- not only skate as fast as you can on every, every shift and hit as hard as you can on every shift, but you got to come out there with the same mentality teams like the Detroit Red Wings, teams like the Ottawa Senators come out with because those teams, they have everything to prove. They have everything to prove in terms of playing for pride. And I don't feel like the Lightning have that consistently. If you come out and play for pride with with the amount of talent on this team, and especially if John Cooper, if he's listening to this podcast, Coops, just just change the lines to the way I said I want them to, to play. Trust me. And 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 if they win a cup on those lines, you could DM me and I'll give you my my address for a ring. But. <laughs> What I'm saying is that the Lightning need to start playing for pride. They need to start playing for glory. They need to start coming out and and just acting like they've been there before. And we haven't seen that a lot this season. So let me know in the comments below on our last video. Like I said, we're not putting out a video for this audio tonight. Uh, the next video will be dropping tomorrow night on YouTube. Uh, but in the meantime, please subscribe to the channel on YouTube as well as subscribe to us wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. And we'll be back tomorrow with not one, but two episodes. So please go ahead and hit that notification button on any app that you are currently listening to us. So as soon as the newest episode drops or episodes drops, you'll be as notified and you'll be able to listen. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.